It's Freestyle Friday! Coming in hot with quick shots of inspiration on a variety of topics. Good morning. We are so excited to share with you today. So this past Wednesday, we uploaded an episode on Enneagrams and we had the incredible Sarah Snow on and she did a fantastic overview of our Enneagram types and actually found out mine was, I was mistyped. So we did a lot of stuff outside of that to kind of unpeel that and it was really fun. But this episode, we wanted to kind of continue off of like knowing yourself and we wanted to focus on personal growth. Mm, I love that. I love that kind of two parts phase, right? Or series, like know yourself first. I think that's so important. Like really knowing who you are, what you stand for, why, why you do things the way you do. The Enneagram and, and Sarah and going through all that stuff was so helpful in that. And we have more work to do on that as far as kind of diving deeper into our Enneagrams and what it means and how we can do better as a couple, as business partners, as friends, as everything, how we show up in life. And so then I think once you, you know yourself, the goal, right, is to grow yourself. Tony Robbins always says, like, if you're not growing, you're dying. I think a part of human nature is we're always looking to grow. We feel anxious, anxiety, or different things when, we're, when we feel stagnant in our life. So growing as a person is kind of that next step, which is just is change. And change can be a little uncomfortable. And growing pains and growth can be a little uncomfortable. But it is just the best journey, right, in growing yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because ever since I was a little girl, I remember I used to go to like Borders Books or Barnes and Noble or whatever the local bookstore was. And I always gravitated towards the aisles that said self-help, but I didn't love that they were called self-help. Oh, me I, neither. I felt like something was wrong with me that I was gravitated towards those aisles, but I loved like the chicken soup for the soul books. Mm. I loved the books that helped you like better understand yourself or personality tests or just things to give you like tips around like how to be a better version of you. Like I've always gravitated towards, you know, personal development, personal growth, but for years I neglected that. And I just kind of went through the motions and just did what I thought I was supposed to do. Like just showed up to work or just, you know, kind of responding to life and what you were just saying, how, if you're not growing, you're dying. For me, I feel like there's a big difference between like surviving Mm. and living. Mm. And a lot of my life, I feel like I've been in survival mode and I don't identify with that anymore. I reject that. I am no longer in survival mode. I am in like thriving living mode. And it does take active work to stay in that mindset. And I think for me, it comes down to personal growth. Like I have to pour into myself every single day and it's work. Sometimes it feels like work. Sometimes you don't want to do it. And that's when you need it more than ever like lean into it when it doesn't feel like something you want to do. And it's easier to just do something else and overlook, you know, that journaling or reading that book or doing that meditation or whatever, like self-reflective inner work stuff I feel like I should be doing. Yes. You know, that what you just said really resonates with me because I relate to it a lot. I think when I look at our life, a snapshot nowadays yeah, we have this morning routine. We read and journal and meditate every morning. And we have this growth practice implemented into our life that has now become a habit. And I think that's why it's dramatically changed our lives. But 
before, like maybe five years ago, I was in the same boat where surviving, I don't know, I was like doing enough to get by. I recognized kind of what I was blessed with naturally, whether that was playing football or in school. And I did enough to get by. I did enough to get the B's, to get the 3.0, to get into college. I was good enough at football to get the scholarship, but I didn't like actively seek to grow myself. I was competitive, but I didn't under really understand personal growth. I didn't necessarily have mentors in my life that were that were there. Or maybe actually the student wasn't ready myself, so the teacher didn't appear for me. But I did enough to get by through college almost. And then getting into the working world and doing enough to get by to kind of climb the corporate ladder. And it wasn't until, we've talked about this before, but I remember reading Hal Elrod's book, Miracle Morning, completely changed my life. I was like, whoa, successful people do all these things in the morning and all these things seem to grow them and get their mindset ready for their day, for their week, for their month, for their year, for their life. Like it's a habit for them. And we started to slowly implement that, completely changed our life. Now we've realized the benefits of, of growth and personal development. I always wasn't attracted to self-help either. Like just that, that phrase, it's like help. What? I don't need help. It's almost like, which there's the nothing ego. wrong with asking for right. help. <laughs> I know I, I have such an opportunity to ask for help, but I like thinking of it as development, more personal, professional development. Like Jim Rohn, one of my mentors, he always said, normal education will make you a living. Self-education will make you a fortune. So he always said that. And at first I was like, wait, what? And then I realized it was, oh my gosh, the more I can teach myself, learn myself, learn from other people's, grow beyond just my current job. When I had a job in finance, I did enough to, to get my paycheck, to grow a little bit in my role, but I did just enough. I didn't go above and beyond. I didn't give it my all. I wasn't developing myself to gain all these new skills so I could be more valuable asset to my company maybe because there wasn't a ton of passion there. But when I started to realize, whoa, I, it's be, like, let me go above and beyond my, my role or my calling. Let me grow myself. Let me grow different skills and different things so I can be even more valuable asset to whatever I'm putting my energy towards. Like everything changed. And that self-education, like everything changed. So I think the key message is work harder on yourself than anything else, right? Mm. Like every single day. And I think it's so important to invest in things to personally grow yourself. Like we've done like Tony Robbins. Mm. You've hired a personal business coach. I'm like inches away from doing that. Yeah. I was going to ask you, what, how do you invest in yourself? I think like conferences or like personal growth, like workshops or working with someone one-on-one or like prioritizing your health. Like mm-hmm. there's so many different ways you can do it. How do you invest in yourself daily? Reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah, having a structure, routine. Um, so time or money, like investment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think reading is huge. I think like having quiet time to focus on your thoughts, like whether that's prayer or like time for your devotional or meditation or even just literally sitting there like focusing on your breathing, but having quiet time where you're literally like blocking out all the distractions and just focusing on what comes up and you will have things come up. Like there will be thoughts and things that come up and that's normal. That's why it's called like a meditation practice because you Mm. always are practicing. But yeah, I think that, and I learned so much about that when I did my yoga teacher training, but 
And that was, that was another huge way that I invested in my personal growth was like, I always wondered like, how do I feel so good when I'm laying in Shavasana in class? Mm. Like I would literally cry sometimes, not sad tears, just like healing, cleansing tears and be like, how does this make me feel like this? Like, what is this? Like, Mm. what is this doing? What's the science behind this? And so I literally went through the nine week course, a 200 hour yoga teacher training just to deepen my practice and learn more. So it's like, what are you doing to grow yourself? Like I never had an intention of teaching yoga. I did end up teaching for a little while, but like that wasn't why I did it. I just did it to grow, right? So it's like, think through like, what's something that interests you? Maybe it's like learning a language. Maybe it's like taking cooking classes. Like what is it that something that interests you that gets you in that like high vibe state that feels good that you don't even know why it feels good or like why you're doing it, but like you're just doing it because it feels right. I love that call to action. My business coach, shout out Nick and Megan Unsworth, Life on Fire. They said, what's a guaranteed growth goal of yours? Put it on the go, go do it. And like Sandy said, whether that's a cooking class or anything, something to grow. And you think about in different areas, right? Maybe it's grow in your relationship or your marriage. Maybe it's grow in your spirituality or your faith. Maybe it's grow in your health or your physical body. Maybe it's grow in your business. Think about all those facets of your life. And I think the other thing too, a part of growth is it's on us to do those things that help us grow each day, but also proximity, right? If you want a rad marriage, go kind of seek and hang around people who you're like, I really look up to their marriage or their relationship as friends or whatever it is. The more you're around those people, it's going to rub off. It's going to raise, you're going to grow to that level by association, by proximity. And I think it's so huge. Like you hear me say this all the time, but what you appreciate appreciates. Mm. So if you want more hugs, you give more hugs. If you want more compliments, you give more compliments. Say it louder for the people in the back. (laughs) If you want more love, you give more love, like whatever it might be. And so like, let's say you're an entrepreneur. Let's say you no, there's an opportunity for you to be a better leader. Like what does the best version entrepreneur version of yourself, like how do they show up? Are you showing up as him or her? Like what could you be doing better? Who's someone that you model after or someone that you look up to and how do they show up? Like look at where you want to be and look where you are now and who do you need to become to bridge that gap and start acting as if, start acting like him or her. I think what you appreciate appreciates too. That's even for things you don't have yet. And you were kind of talking about like show up as that person, appreciate that person, even if you aren't there yet. It's also like, what if you're building a business and you have this just amazing business or whatever it is, but you're looking to build a team around it of amazing people of certain qualities driven or entrepreneurs or whatever they are, but they aren't there yet. You don't have that, that dream team yet. What if you just started appreciating those people and really thinking about who they were and appreciating, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful these people are coming into my life. We're going to make a big difference together. Just start have expressing gratitude and appreciating what you're seeking. Yes. And it'll it'll come find you. Having that visionary mindset too. I remember when I first started my business, I showed gratitude, expressed gratitude and felt deep gratitude every day for my future team and I would always think there's people that aren't even born yet literally aren't even born yet that are one day going to be impacted by the decisions that I'm making today. And like having that big vision thinking like that is so, such a big part of what just keeps me going, knowing like there's always people looking for what we have to offer. There's always people looking to grow. Shifting from an entrepreneur to something else, like let's say 
um, you're a parent and you're like, oh, I feel like there's an opportunity for me to be a better mom or be a better dad or something like that. Like I, for me, you know, we're, we're not parents yet, but I would, the way I think I would solve that is structure and systems, right? Like if I feel like there's an opportunity for me to be a better mom, maybe that would start with, okay, what does my kid's schedule look like? Like where, what's bedtimes? What's, you know, morning Mm -hmm. ritual? Where do we eat? Where do we sit to eat our breakfast and our lunch and our dinner? Do we have nap times? Do we like, to me, it would come down to like structure. And I feel like structure and having like a planned out schedule would help solve so many of those things. So it's just thinking through, figuring out what it is that you want and then taking the next right step to make that happen. Like what's the next yes to get you closer to where you want to be? I love that. So moral of the story, know yourself first. Maybe that's through an Enneagram test. Maybe that's connecting with Sarah Snow and then grow yourself. From there, where are my opportunities to growth? Like how do I grow myself? Where do I want to grow in areas and move towards that and call to action? Go get a guaranteed growth goal in your life, whatever that is, whether joining Toastmasters, joining some, getting dance lessons, whatever you want. Do something to grow yourself. And don't forget, stay magnetic. Only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. So remember, you are magnetic.